0: Welcome to another episode of Hot Takes, the Story Screen podcast where we see new movies, or at least new to me. I'm your host, Robbie Anderson, and I'm joined by the sweet, the sweet Diana DeMiro. Hello. Hi. <laughs> uh, before we get into it, this is not the only podcast on Story Screen. StoryScreenBeacon.com is the host of many podcast articles and reviews. So if you like this, go there and find more. You like this, right? Anyway, uh yeah, those hot takes. We're talking about new movies. Uh the new movie we were talking about today is uh Nomad Land, directed by Chloe Zhao, uh starring Francis McDormand. Yeah. Um and yeah, so let's jump right into it. D, what's your hot take on Nomad Land?
1: I dug it. Uh I have like a lot of weird um I feel like unintentional connection with this movie from yeah. stuff that I've done in my own life, and then just some of the awesome places that it goes to that I was seeing again, and was like, "Oh, I want to go back there." Um, I want to go do this. Yeah, the, the travel, uh, just like seeing the American West and Chloe Zhao. If you haven't seen The Rider. go watch that movie because that movie really like is amazing and also stark like American West landscape beautiful but sometimes harsh it's pretty yeah pretty good yeah I I enjoyed it what about you that's just my
0: I thought it was great yeah I thought it was great you know it's a movie that it has a lot of uh, hype around it right now Sure, yeah it's a lot of there's a lot of like buzzy you know like you know it's an artistic movie it is an emotional movie yeah, she won just, like, she won the a golden drama. globe
1: yes for directing so that's pretty rad so
0: like you know there's a lot of like buzz around the movie but i i very much enjoyed it um i re- you know i'm a, i'm a fan of the writer as well i love that movie um i thought it was great so yeah i, I like this movie and and the, and those two flicks kind of like have a similar vibe where they feel like um like they they feel real, right? They feel like it's like not from a script. Like it just feels like you're almost watching like a documentary. Yeah. at times I think especially this movie where you have to kind of remind yourself, like, oh yeah, this is like a movie. This is not. <laughs> I'm just like watching. It is, life but it,
1: it so it's it's got so many people in it though that are not actors. That are not actors that are playing yes. some kind of version of themselves. Did you watch that? Did you watch that documentary? about that bar closing that was like bloody nose, empty pockets or something like that. Did you see that?
0: No, I never That's, watched that.
1: It's pretty good. If you get a chance to watch that, it is kind of like this documentary pseudo documentary. Cause it's like a filmed account of the last two days before this bar closes and just all the regulars that went there and yeah. they're all the real people, but they're playing some kind of version of themselves or they were like given a prompt to make conversation or stuff like that but it's pretty cool and and this movie too i just it's really it's got francis mcdormand and it's got david there and, and that is like it for the actual That's actors yeah. and everybody else is is like real people
0: <laughs> yeah and i you know i read just like doing a quick like i am to be trivia yeah about about the movie um she would that a lot of the movie like was kind of like real in a sense like she worked a lot of the jobs uh, Frances McDormand. she worked a lot of the jobs she lived in the van for a little bit she came up with the nickname for the van uh, spoilers the van has a nickname yeah
1: yeah you wanna um, you wanna tell tell the audience what the premise of the movie is if you're I don't
0: want to tell them anything no we can tell no we can tell
1: we doing we're doing spoiler free right now for a few spoiler free okay, right, right now but
0: we could tell them the basic yeah. pitch of the movie D why don't you why don't you Take it away.
1: All right, I know it is based on a book. I forget who wrote the original book, but I should know that. Um, but uh, it's kind of about this main character, Fern, and she lived in this town of Empire, Nevada that was like the whole town was based on everyone worked in this mine, I think for like sheetrock or some kind yeah. of processing plant in like Northwest Nevada. And that plant shut down and then essentially the town shut down and they moved everyone out and they like canceled the zip code. So then, and her husband passed away and then she decides to kind of just like soup up her white van and start living on the road and kind of working these seasonal or transient kind of jobs here and there. And, she doesn't have a house anymore, and it's just kind of like about that lifestyle, and the people she meets, and all these places she's going, but the movie is also like very much about grief, I would say.
0: What is, what is grief? Yeah,
1: seriously. If not
0: love. <laughs> There you go,
1: <laughs>
0: and that's really what the movie is all about. Yeah. Let me tell you,
1: WandaVision.
0: <laughs> WandaVision. The movie is all about WandaVision. There's yeah. some Marvel talk to be had uh, in this movie. Sure, and, uh, we can talk about that later. But <laughs> yeah, I think that is an appropriate summary of the movie. Yeah, it is. It is a woman dealing with with grief and displacement, and and kind of like the community you can find uh, even even in your solitude. And, like, kind of, like, finding a tribe. But then it's also about, like, you know, just dealing with, yeah, the memory of a loved one and, like, how how one can move on from it, if they can move on from it. I don't think the movie gives any easy answers. Yeah. Uh, also, the the um, <clears throat> the book was written by a woman named Jessica Bruder.
1: Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah. And no problem. I feel like uh, it also is sort of, like, uh, unintentionally a commentary on, like retirement and like the idea of, yeah. of working whether it's like having worked your whole life and then not really having anything per se to show for it and feeling like you're kind of abandoned or not wanting to do the traditional grow old retire whatever and then this is sort of this alternative lifestyle that all these people are choosing for themselves which is yeah. pretty cool It
0: is cool. I mean, the movie's a bummer, right? Shit, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bit of a bummer. It's
1: a bummer, but there are, like, cathartic and beautiful parts to it.
0: Yeah, it's a bummer. It's not, like, a bummer where it's, like, dread. You know, you're not just like, fuck, this is so fucking sad. Stop. I don't. It's a bummer, just in, you know, it's just, it's a, it's just like, oh, man, this movie's sad.
1: I mean, to be perfectly honest, maybe. And I talked to Mike about this a little bit too because I watched uh, it with him initially and I, I watched it again um, before we did the before we're recording this podcast but um, I felt like this movie didn't hit me as hard as the writer did and I wonder if that's because it's Frances McDormand and I know she's an actress whereas the writer felt very personal and felt like you said like almost like a documentary of these real people Um, Yeah, I don't know. I will. It's just a little bit of a different movie.
0: I think with in in my I agree with that sentiment um, where I I think the writer resonated more with me. I don't I'm not quite sure for relatability. Yeah, necessarily. But but just like, you know, I think I prefer the writer to this movie if I'm comparing like indie art masterpieces I prefer the writer I'm just saying like straight um, out really made good. me
1: cry factor like the writer made me cry sure. and this didn't even yeah. though I appreciated the sad lonely feelings of it it's different I, I think with the writer
0: yeah. like I, I I was more invested in the writer's main protagonist sure yeah, yeah. I think just because also that, that kid is kind of like doing more and you're seeing him kind of like reject and fuck up kind of constantly that's so true you're too you're just like please stop whereas in this movie like you know i think it does deal with a character who maybe um rejects healing yeah totally you know debate debatably that's part of the story is
1: is kind of learning to open up yeah
0: and then maybe and you know and then maybe you don't (laughs) you know or you like you you try you may not have the capacity so you know i think in in that sense like um, I still cared very much about the character, and I still want the, that character in um, uh, No Man Land to su- succeed. But I think, when in the case of the writer, it's just like it's, all, it's, it's so much more like physical. There's a lot more almost at stake sure. in the writer. Yeah. So you're just like, Gah. like you're like, I want this kid to die. Like let's, I don't want this to happen. Right. Yeah. Uh, where in this movie, you're just kind of like, I just want this lady to be happy. Sure. <laughs> you
1: know? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not even so sure what you want. It's just like. It's sort of, it's interesting because this premise of not staying in one place of, you know, going to different locations, whether it's like your choice to retire and see the national parks and work in these campgrounds or doing like these jobs, like working at the Amazon distribution center, which I feel like they sort of paint in a quasi positive light. Like I've read that I've read that the book I've read it's a a bad time. Yeah, I've read the book is a lot harsher on that job than the movie is. Like the movie just doesn't really say anything about it. But
0: Yeah. I mean like it takes it seems to take place in an Amazon factory. So I feel like they're probably not allowed to talk that much shit about
1: Probably Yeah.
0: Amazon. But I also think that's like kinda shitty.
1: Yeah, it's but it's interesting because it's kind of like, you know, the one positive that her character says about it is the money's good. So it's sort of like, okay, so that's, you kind of get why people would do certain jobs like these for a short period of time. Cause they're kind of like, well, it's just for a few months, even if it sucks or, you know, um, just kind of like that idea of not, not wanting to settle in one place, but at the same time, like the process of living on the road or camping out or living out of a van or an RV is still yeah, they have not to chase kind
0: of seasonal work, yeah. It, in a lot of ways, it looks
1: hard, like just like the physical living looks hard, and like these people are not super young, even though we do have young characters come into the movie at certain yeah. points. But like, just like the idea, some of them
0: are the van people, yeah.
1: Like, it's just like, yeah, like uh, them talking about turning 75, and I'm like, that's my parents. Do I think my mom could live out of a van? I don't think so. You know, like, it's well, sort of like, maybe. I don't think
0: my mom could live out of any... I think my, maybe my mom could.
1: I mean, maybe, I mean, but I don't would, know. she would
0: stumble, I'd yeah. imagine.
1: It's, it's funny because it's like, at one point years ago, my parents were talking about getting an RV as, like, a retirement, yeah. see the country.
0: As as all parents do yeah. at some point. yeah. But
1: they were talking about it in the more, like, glamorous expensive rv type and this is very real like this is like no frills yeah. which i appreciated seeing and we can talk yeah. more about that when spoiler town but
0: yeah for sure i mean the movie kind of like you know posits this i don't think it, it, it definitely doesn't paint van life in like you know it doesn't glorify it. it's yeah. kind of like eh, this is a choice that people do right um, but there are some sentiments that I do I, I I am intrigued by, yeah, you know they're they're uh saying that like their increased connection to the earth um also the way that they can trick out their vans and that they're impressed when the vans are tricked out yeah, like, oh, do I want to trick out van? That yeah, it's sort cool. of like you know like
1: even compared to like going to like the fancy rV you know whatever show and then yeah, they're still really have a sense of pride in their own like regular old school passenger van just like making sure the paint's not chipping and stuff like that yeah you don't want a ratty van if you don't want a ratty van yeah you don't want a ratty. it's van. really interesting yeah. yeah
0: i could definitely you know i could i could get down with living in like a small space like i would love to i'd love to just have a tiny home
1: i could see that being very cool yeah it could be
0: cool I, I think if you have another person you're living with that is probably tough
1: i think it's tough and i i would agree with that i would uh So, like, a little backstory on why I feel like this movie connected with me so much is that, like, after college, I quit my office job that I had for a couple years right out of college. And then I was going to go back to school and I was going to go to art school. And I had, like, a three-month break before starting school. So, I went and I volunteered for this conservation corps. Out in Arizona, and they took us like every week for at least a week, sometimes longer, to camp out and do some kind of project, whether it was like trail building, litter, invasive plants, wildlife surveys, all kinds of stuff. And I ended up loving it so. Later on, even though I was in school, I was having a hard time with school and it was really expensive and I was like working part time while I was in school. Um, I ended up just going back there to work and they hired me and they made me like a crew lead. So I would take groups of volunteers. A lot of them were foreign back then. Now the program is pretty 100% American. But back then it was like a lot of international, like 18 and over mostly early 20s kids that would want to come check out national parks or, like, see the American West. They, like, wanted to see the nature. And we'd be, like, out in the middle of nowhere, and I'd, like, drive, like, 10 or 12 or 15 kids out for, like, a week or sometimes three weeks to be, like, camped out in the backcountry. All kinds of shit, like, in charge of them doing some work, but then cooking camping like living together yeah. not killing each other you know uh trying to get everybody to speak english so that we could all talk to each other and be friends and it was awesome but it was also like really hard and sleeping in a tent every night i'm sure sleeping on a mattress in a van would have seemed glorious by comparison and i have lived <laughs> i have lived in an rv parked in the backyard of one of the houses that we had multiple people living in. And and to me, that was an upgrade because I only had to share it with a couple people instead of like living in a room, mattresses on the floor or bunk beds with a ton of people on our days off. And so we kind of bounced around. We went up to Pacific Northwest. We went, you know, uh, like all Arizona, Utah and all different crazy places that I don't think I would have seen otherwise. But... It is it's like it's hard, it's cold, the ground is hard, like there's just like so many things you know you could be in the middle of nowhere, there's no bathrooms, no hospitals if you get hurt like all all kinds of crazy shit can happen, so there was definitely a lot of this where' watching this now, where I was like man if i was if I was older trying to do all these things. I feel like my perspective would be different because when you're a little... I was in my early, mid-20s and I still felt a little bit older because there was like a lot of 18, 19-year-olds doing the program. Yeah. But still, it's just kind of like after a while and doing physical jobs like these, like even the Amazon distribution center, whatever, like doing like physical, manual, crappy work like that all the time. It's just hard. It's hard on your body yeah it's just like it can wear you down you're like on your feet all day so there is sort of like this weird bittersweetness to it <laughs> where where you're i was gonna like, s- yeah just like you get to see all these cool natural wonders but then you're also like i'm dying
0: <laughs> <Or you're, laughs> i'm so tired like, all the time you're like i
1: just want to go and eat an entire hot pizza and sit <laughs> sit in air conditioning, and then like certain things, or like go to the laundromat and wash everything. You know, like certain things become yeah. such a luxury. <laughs> right. Even even
0: hearing you talk about that experience yeah. sounds like you you have some like positive nostalgia for it, right? Yeah. Like, dude, there is a fondness there for totally. that, that type of lifestyle. Totally,
1: you know? and I part of that is because I like to travel and I like to see all these crazy places. So that was just like an opportunity for that. But in a lot of ways, some of the things from this movie that resonated too were just like the the transience of people. Like, yeah, you get to meet yeah. all these cool people, but they also are going to leave. So... It it becomes. But is
0: that not is that not all people you need to see him again down
1: the road? Yeah, but like that message like really hit me because there was like a time period where we would have people volunteering for our our conservation corps and they would stay like three months. Maybe some people would stay six months, but the minimum was three months. And you, at a certain point, were like, "Do I want to invest like getting to know people or being friends with people because they're just going to leave?" But It's, it's sort of like your mentality ebbs and flows with like your patience for doing that or like whether you feel lonely or not. And it's just an interesting thing. Like looking at all these people that Fern meets in the movie and how she's not really that open in the beginning. Yeah. And she kind of learns to be a little bit. She's not like totally saved, but she gets better. So
0: I think she gets, she gets to her the point of comfort around being around other people that she's going to get to, yeah. right? she meets her thresholds. I, I don't, you know, yeah. the movie maybe says she does not go past that threshold. We shall see. Yeah. We don't, uh, we don't really it, know. You know, it is, you don't really know. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to say. Do you, do you think that like, you know, that, that experience is more colored by you kind of like always having to be around a group of people, right? Like, you you know, yeah. for the most part. Yeah. I, how I, do you think, how do you think you feel about it? If it was like total solitude, like, for long stretches, like like she's doing,
1: yeah, I feel like it you know, long stretches is also hard on you because it is lonely, but then, yeah. if you become accustomed to that, you know, then going back to interacting with people becomes that much harder, so it's sort of like it's sort of like pandemic times, you're sort of like a weird, yeah. <laughs> you know, like none of us are interacting with that many people right now, so I feel like there's gonna be an adjustment when we finally get to all hang i
0: definitely feel anxious and like crowds now or you know just the the idea of going to like a super populated place like right does does not appeal to me at the moment no Uh, totally i definitely have an anxiety about that uh total solitude not quite my jam either
1: not quite my jam but i (laughs) but i actually really enjoy it for like long car trips like that yeah. I actually would say. I've driven cross country a couple of times. Like when I moved back from California to the East Coast, I was driving like a shitty shouldn't say that, it was my brother in law's Honda Civic. It was like pizza delivery car. It was it was the best car ever. Yeah. But uh I drove back myself a long time. Yeah, it it did. It made it all the way back. But uh I it was cool to, to drive cross country by myself. Um and I, I recommend yeah. that at some point. <laughs>
0: I would just be scared of just being so by yourself, you know?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. There are are things that are scary that I think were not broached in this movie and I'm kind of glad that they weren't, but there are other films like if you've ever seen, you know, the the film Wild, which is also based on a book, but you know, she hikes the Pacific Crest Trail by herself and Mm -hmm. she's a... You know twenties some odd year old lady doing that, and there's there's some danger to that and but like yeah. even just in this movie, where like she gets a flat tire and she doesn't have a spare, and that the yeah. the other character um what's her name Swanky
0: you get Swanky, yeah, yeah. and
1: she's like, you could die out here, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, like just like that is a yeah. reality, like you could be in the middle of nowhere. And not have any help and no cell service and no one's coming, you know, so it is kind of crazy to still think of that there are parts of our our own country that are like that or that are like total wilderness dead zones. Yeah. Where you can't just expect somebody to come along and help you.
0: i'd be worried about the help that could come your way as well though. that's what i
1: mean yeah and and
0: the movie doesn't that's this movie does not necessarily yeah. approach that kind of like you were saying yeah. but like i feel like the, those are the things that give me anxiety it's just yeah. like well, who, who will be coming exactly here? i don't know if i want to meet exactly
1: that like i feel like the only instance we have of that is like the one time where she's like eating dinner in her in her van parked in some lot and somebody's you know banging on it like you can't park here yeah. overnight and there's totally stuff like that where you're just like, I don't know who rando is gonna try and fuck with you in the middle of that nowhere. The
0: house, yeah, yeah,
1: sees your out of state plates and decides they want to mess with you. You know, it's just kind of there is that, which I was kind of glad it didn't deal with that, but at the same token, that is a reality for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's not a movie where you're necessarily like anxious about this person's well being other than
1: emotional. <laughs> right.
0: But yeah, I think, you know, I think the movie is very much uh it's a vibe. Um you know, I think we're about ready to get into spoilies. And of course, I you know I, I recommend it. I think it's I think it's a great movie. Totally. Um if you've seen the writer, then you're gonna like this. you at least will like this. If you haven't seen the writer you should definitely see the writer. Totally. if you like the writer you should see this. Like they're both they're both really good. But yeah, you know it's a slow burn drama, it's a talkie it's a lack of talky at times, but it's certainly a vibe. It's it's a morose film that also is very endearing.
1: It's got beautiful, um, beautiful piano music in it.
0: Yeah, that main theme that plays a lot.
1: Is yeah. Good. I looked up the composer, and I probably won't say his name correctly. He's Italian. Ludovico Inaudi, or something like that. Mamma mia. It's beautiful. Here we go again.
0: <laughs> I wonder... You know, before we break the spoilers, I wonder what her Avengers movie is going to look like. Because going by oh, her two, two movies, yeah,
1: she's yeah, she's because going Eternals. by these
0: two movies, it's like she made Eternals.
1: Yeah.
0: Eternals, I think, has like has been done because it's been like you know just delayed by the pandemic. Yeah, and I'm just like, what does that what does that movie look like? From this, just like so auteur, like almost like slice of life, slice of life exclusive, like. Indie movie creator, like, what are those movies gonna look? What is that movie gonna look like?
1: Yeah, you know? I have, I don't know. I feel like it. I don't know. Is either. it gonna look more realistic, and is that gonna be weird? And then, how will they? <sighs> what about the special effects of things? Like,
0: it's- I'd love it to be like a really subtle superhero movie. I don't think it can be because I've seen what the costumes look like, and it's like, all right, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, cause they're just like, I mean, they look, they kind of look like, uh, like Thor visions costumes where it's like uh, and space, space, All right, but I know that they like, they like chill undercover on earth for mad long, but there's these like celestial gods. But if the movie is going in this direction where it's like an intimate family drama that has like Marvel yeah, which is, I don't think that outside of the realm of possibility going by what WandaVision is, even though this is going to be more of like a movie. You know, I don't know. I don't know. We don't know anything about the movie other than who's cast in it and like what the general premise is
1: I know from the comics. I was like, I don't know how this is gonna how this is gonna end up. I feel like, uh,
0: yeah, I think she can do a good job. I just, you know, I've never seen what she can do with like Disney budget, Disney property. Like, it's it's is such like a jump. That's gonna be pretty. But I guess wild you can say she, I yeah.
1: I feel like also with this movie, like she wrote it. She directed it. She edited it. Like yeah. she did it. And then you're kind of like, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, you know, she she adapted it, right? right? So, like, maybe there's some level of like, if she's adapting this comic book property, like that that same skills getting used. Yeah.
1: I just wonder, like, once you have way more resources and people at your disposal, how that'll work out. It'll be interesting to see for sure. But. Da da da. T-
0: t- hello we had some technical difficulties uh <laughs> I lost internet because it is a very windy day today um so maybe Burge put in a funny like uh t- <laughs> which is which is me trying to do the uh technical difficulties song from The Simpsons so maybe he he took that. Or did something. I don't know. I'm going to tell him in the email when I send this to him. And he edits it. Uh, but D, we were talking about um, Eternals. Yeah. Briefly, before breaking into spoilies. But yeah, uh, curious to see what she does with a, with a Marvel Studios budget and that property. Because so far, she does very well at doing these awesome indie movies.
1: A really buff Kamel Nanjiani, so buff, so painfully buff. I don't know. I
0: could see. I could see it being cool. I, you know, we've seen you know Takawatiti before. He did,
1: yeah. Thor,
0: you know, none of his movies were huge. But I know like,
1: Hunt for the Wilder People was like they just started to give him a little more money, and then they mm. saw that, and they were like Thor, all the money.
0: <laughs> but like you know, it's his. Like I think all those movies, even with auteur directors, like. There's a little bit of like feeling like it's by committee just by the fact that it's like has to fit into this whole big Marvel machine. So I don't, I don't even mean that pejoratively. Like, you know, it, it feels like it's there's a lot of hands in that bot. Totally. But even with like even with like Thor Ragnarok and some other movies, it, it does feel like there is, though, this like. There is someone different at the helm. Like Thor Ragnarok feels so distinctly yeah, different. It gives it a from, different
1: voice, for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like It's going for something so different and so in line with just Taika Waititi. So I would, I would love to see a Marvel movie that has you know the 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 styles and thematics that uh, Chloe Zhao brings to the table because uh, I think that would be my my favorite movie ever. If that Pretty could rad. be the case, yeah. You know,
1: when is that supposed really... to come out? do You know
0: uh no who knows now who knows <laughs> what is time i'm a little a- 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 <laughs> a- let's see when does eternals come out
1: yeah because i don't know november I don't remember. 5th
0: 2021 Ooh la la i think it's supposed to come out i think it was supposed to come out in 2020 so it's i see been delayed at least a year that's fine yeah, I It'll, want that Black Widow movie too, though. So yes. I think we're getting that one sooner.
1: That one's in May, and I look forward to it. I want that. <laughs> Some <laughs> Some more I want to see my two, Pugh. my two
0: favorite raspy ladies talk.
1: <laughs> all, the raspy. all the raspy, all, all the raspy ladies, all the raspy ladies. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be good. Or if
0: Black Widow could just be Florence Pugh's uh, cooking Instagram stories, <laughs> and that was just the whole movie,
1: Into I would at it. least
0: give it. I would at least give it an eight out of ten. Yeah. Solid Um, (laughs) We're going to break into uh, spoilers For this dramatic (laughs) indie movie Spoiler Uh,
1: town
0: We're going to tell you who gets the superpowers Who gets bitten by the radioactive spider And a cameo that may surprise you (laughs) We'll be right back And we're back With uh Spoilers
1: Spoiler town
0: Spoiler town from Nomadland. Nomadland can can it even go to Spoiler Town? Because that is a singular <laughs> place and this is a a movie it, about transit. It
1: passes through.
0: <laughs> if I, if I, we'll, we'll see it like,
1: later on. <laughs> like the
0: Nomad, we will also pass through yeah. uh Spoiler Town and then we'll make it to to wherever's next on. Wherever the, the dusty trail takes us next.
1: Seriously. <laughs>
0: um so yeah, spoilers for this movie. Um I guess at this point we'd we'll be talking more about specific moments we really enjoyed or otherwise about the movie. We kind of covered the basis of thematics.
1: Yeah. I mean um, I I love this idea of their uh their like meetup in the desert when she decides to to follow her friend Linda May and go meet up with, like, all the other van RV people in the in yeah. the Arizona desert outside Phoenix. And it's like... Do you that, know if the Santa
0: guy who's the van man... He's real. He, so he does that for real?
1: He does that for real, yeah. Is, and his, I think, is his
0: son actually dead,
1: you think? That I don't know. That would be very oh, yeah. interesting because he... I feel That's like crazy. that conversation at the end is really poignant. It feels... It, yeah it feels very I real. also
0: think the the movie just walks this fine line to the point yeah. where people who were quote unquote on set like also didn't know that uh Francis McDormand was not her character
1: right yeah I like, think uh, there were,
0: like some of them i the the I forget who which of the character she was having the dialogue about the um about her husband dying but yeah. apparently that person didn't know that it was fake. <laughs>
1: that's pretty wild i mean yeah yeah the the i i love those kind of like the the main people that we really interact with like linda may and swanky with the broken arm who's like Mm -hmm. kind of crotchety i like her a lot and yeah uh, she's cool and then bob wells who's sort of like this like bob vila of the rv land (laughs) he's like yes kind of holding these meetups which i find really awesome because i i loved seeing the like the tutorials of stuff but then it's also like pseudo therapy because they're all kind of just meeting up around the fire and talking about how they ended up doing this and yeah
0: i mean it's it's this kind of idea of like finding a tribe totally but you but you don't move with the tribe i mean i think that's something about like nomadic tribes in history is that they
1: they would be a unit yeah and
0: you know it's this moving community whereas this is like it's the community is the movement you know the the community is 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 being apart and then coming back together for this burning man-esque van van get together (laughs) it is
1: interesting though because like he does kind of you know that bob wells santa looking character he does kind of talk about like there's no ultimate goodbye and i know he's talking about that kind of metaphorically with death but it is interesting like probably the nature of these types of jobs that a lot of these people would potentially run into each other again even if it's not planned but also just like making these plans based on the people you meet and i definitely have had that experience in the past where have friends that i made through doing some of these outdoor jobs or just like living in certain parts of the country and it's like they were down there because it's warmer there in the winter and then they met somebody who told them about working the beet harvest so they went and did that for a few months and then it's just kind of like this interesting thing where like maybe somebody doesn't necessarily have a total idea of where they're going or what they're doing but they're open to it so that whole yeah. thing with Fern, like, meeting Dave, played by David Strathairn, and then, like, being like, oh, okay, I'll go work at Waldrug, which is a real and crazy place, Robbie.
0: It <laughs> reminded me... That is crazy. So, it reminded me of, um... Is it Stu Leonard's?
1: Yeah, it is. It's around
0: here? So, it's, it's, like, a Stu Leonard's, then.
1: Well, it's not a grocery store. It so, okay. so, like, Waldrug is, like, was, back in the day, like, a legit drugstore. Like a like a pharmacy, sort of like the original Walmart, like being a a, its own weird mom and pop pharmacy before it like became
0: mega corporate.
1: Exactly, but like Waldrug is still really close to the Badlands in South Dakota, and there is not a ton of stuff out there. And it's the the crazy part about that place is even like I was driving in Wyoming several hundreds of miles away thousands of miles away from it and there would be road signs billboards that are like you know 1700 miles to wall drug like it is a destination yeah like it's like a destination because it's like people camp out there there's food court there's like so it's just like a whole thing it's like a little village it's like if stew leonard's was its own little town it's oh, very fuck that
0: i don't yeah. want i don't want to go there
1: yeah <laughs> Maybe if Trader joe's
0: had its own town it
1: crocodiles be exactly because
0: but... people probably smoke weed at the trader joe's community <laughs> <laughs> so i want to hang out yes. with those people <laughs> yes they do
1: and then eat their delicious chips yeah and
0: then eat their delicious snacks <laughs> better have a microwave though the best trader Joe's snacks are microwavable, unfortunately
1: Ooh. They do That's have the good frozen is. tamales. The frozen,
0: the frozen <laughs> food section is is the reason you're actually going there. It, it's you not can't, front. it
1: can't be beat. That's true. Um, no, but uh, uh, it, it is
0: really funny. Yeah, I did that, not know that was a real place. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, it makes sense because I mean, like, why would they have a fake that place if they let us go to Amazon, right?
1: I mean, it, <laughs> it it makes sense because it's like a lot of times when you go to a national park, and you know, sure, you have your like traditional campground host, which I feel like is a lot of retirees that are living out of an RV. A lot of people get those jobs because they'll do it for a summer and then they'll decide to go to a different park. And it's kind of like a cool low key job that then gives you a free place to be for a few months. But uh, all the other people, like people working in the gift shop, people giving tours, people working in the cafeteria. Like it's that idea of like, where do all those people come from? They're yeah. not necessarily people that live in that part of the country. They could be from another country. They could be retirees. They could just be like these yeah. transient workforce. So it is kind of crazy for sure.
0: Yeah. So do you, wait. So do they stay at Drug World? Wait, It's, it's a Drug World, right? It's wall or drug. No, it's not Drug World. It's drug. Drug, world. drug world. <laughs> Both are both. I described like a like a area in Mad Max Drug World. um <laughs> So people, is, is it more of like a campground thing where people chill there as they're going to a different place or do people like i think it's chill there?
1: i think it's like a rest stop type of a place okay. yeah okay. but i think that there yeah. are um you know there's like activities for kids and a, yeah. like weird zoo and stuff like that and like lots of very weird lots of like tourist shops it's sort yeah. of like a rest area by some kind of gimmick because they they're probably also banking on people going to the Badlands, and the park is really close. It's like ten, fifteen minutes from there. So, yeah, but uh, interesting. It is. It's weird. It it was it, cool to see all these like open, real mountainscapes, lonely highway type stuff, and then yeah, I I enjoyed yeah. seeing all of that for sure.
0: So much of the movie could just be like a still frame that you hang up in your house.
1: Totally. You know? totally like
0: it, like all those just like crazy vistas of just mountains and uh, it reminded me a nerd of uh playing Red Dead redemption
1: oh hey Mike uh, just finished playing that not too long ago so yeah. I, could, if, I would imagine that hit home with him as well
0: yeah it, it makes him miss the old the old wild virtual west his virtual uh, horse yes girl um yeah but it's just it's just so impressive to me this movie's commitment to realism
1: yeah can we talk you know, poop for a minute
0: can we talk can we girl can we <laughs> sis can we talk poop uh yeah like, they shit in buckets or that's... i think i think the more interesting conversation is pee
1: because oh, you sure. see
0: some you see a lot of pee
1: yeah you do when that's she says
0: that shake in the beginning of the movie i was like this is the most visceral like lady sh- like that's real most, most shake I've ever seen. Yeah. That's real. You gotta get to, You gotta get it out. I get it. Uh, plus, get like
1: it. you know, driving on some rando highways and there's no trees or anything to hide behind. You're just out there. Yeah, you just gotta. You're do just it. like hope another car doesn't come anytime soon. But whatever. Sometimes they do. Yeah. But uh, I've never
0: yeah. had to shit in a bucket. I don't know about you.
1: I have, and it's not great. <laughs> uh, I had a
0: friend who did Americorps. Yeah. He.
1: I too he, uh, did. AmeriCorps. He talked
0: about taking shits, just squatting in the woods. Yeah, that too. Hole. I have also done and that. You can. He was like, it was the most satisfying shits ever because you just he would see the sunset
1: rise in the morning,
0: <laughs> just be shitting outdoors. I was like, um,
1: right. I feel like there's yes and no to that. You know, like it is satisfying when you've accomplished it, and and. and you are somewhere really beautiful. It also sucks when you're like, hey, this ground is super rocky and hard to dig a hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you're like, there's just... there's nowhere flat and I'm supposed to walk a certain amount of, you know, distance from any water or any campground or anything, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you're trying to follow your leave no trace principles and you're trying to not bury stuff. Um, my one and only poop in a bucket experience was please tell
0: america (laughs) (laughs) please (laughs) it was
1: uh it was working like in a slot canyon where it's like uh in arizona all you know so like a narrow area where there's no dirt it's like sand and water and that's it and you couldn't contaminate the water source that was it because that was our drinking water source also so we had these like Foil, almost like the space blanket material bags that you would put in the bucket. And then yeah. we would have toilet bucket. And when toilet bucket was full, you'd have to get all the air out of the bag and package it back up. And we had to hike it all out at the end of the week when we were done. So we had to hike out everybody's poop. And it's heavy. <laughs>
0: i bet it's uh, it's a sack of shit yeah Um. and uh
1: you know and we were like hiking we had to hike all of our food in and we had to hike Mm. through water and it's it's pretty wild so it does make you appreciate certain things where you're just like i can't wait to go home and take a shower you know like it's just yeah
0: i'm i'm already greatly appreciative yeah of just never having to do but that, I'm baby, though. I, but don't, I that don't really
1: wanna. cracked me up, though, like their uh, little segment about talking about that and then yeah. being like, if your knees hurt, you just get a taller bucket so you don't have to squat as far. I like and I was just well. like, this is great because <laughs> <laughs> this is real.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, yeah. Just that idea of like them having their various tutorials was really awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out what they were doing when they were like popping a hole in the tire. I was like, are I they f- didn't really get that either. I was like, are I they- didn't think
0: too much about it. I
1: after. guess, yeah. I was like, are they fixing the tire? Or Are they teaching you how to pop someone else's tire?
0: Yeah. Well, they're like, I think I I remember there was like a line that was like, you have to make it thick enough to put a string through. And I was like, are they making like a tire swing?
1: Interesting. Why? why? I don't yeah. think I
0: don't think they're making a tire swing because <laughs> why? Yeah. But maybe. I don't
1: but it, it does bring this like really interesting argument of like. You know, in the beginning of the movie when she runs into that mom and her two daughters and the daughter's like, you know, my mom said you're homeless. And it's kind of like this choice because she's like, no, I'm not homeless I'm houseless. And there is that discrepancy, you know, like later when she has to get her van repaired and she needs to put all this money into it. And they're like, you should just junk it and get a new van. She's like, no, you know, because she's like invested all this time. Yeah, and she like, put
0: all this work into this van. It yeah. is I mean it is her
1: And she says it's home. my home. Yeah. So yeah. it is really I mean, she, interesting. She
0: lost her her original home when she lost like, you know, she lost her whole town. Like right. she lost her whole way of life. Even though we learn that like, you know, that, that may not have been the most satisfying life choice for her right. anyway. Totally. You know, by, by the end of the movie. You're like, well, you know, she it's the one time she settled down. Yeah. And and it turns out that I guess it is in a way it's a reveal. Like it it's it's learning less that she was on this nomadic lifestyle because her husband passed away, but more that it's like in her nature to be this way.
1: And I kind of identify you know? with that because I feel like I've been back in New York for way longer than I expected to. Once I started to travel around and move around, I kind of was like, Oh, I can always come back home. But I can also always leave. And so there is yeah. sort of like that, that like travel itch that like bug is, is called that for a reason. Cause you're just like, you're like, I kind of want to just keep going or I I don't really want to stay here anymore. I want to go. And yeah. That is a mentality well, I mean, for sure. The freedom
0: to, to leave a place can, can have its appeal. Right. right? Like,
1: but it has has its losses too. Has its
0: downsides. Yeah. You can say the same about staying put, you know, or right. setting up roots. I think that's. I think it's a hard thing. I know I struggle with that on a much different scale. Just kind of like it's like, well, do I want to be in this place for how long? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, well, I can. It, it, or how long do you want to be in a place with that, without actually setting down roots? Sure. You know, and then it's like, well, I don't know. Like I think I might be here for a while, but I don't know if I want to be here for a while. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> for the end of time for Totally. Me, it's hard to say, you know? Yeah.
1: But I, I did like seeing her kind of interact with her sister, and then later on with, like, going to visit Dave, David Strathairn, at his yeah. son's place. It kind of shows, yeah, it shows you that it is more her personality, more her nature, like you were saying. Like,
0: hmm yeah, and I think that's I think that's like the hard thing with the moment where she decides not to stay with Dave. Yeah, where it's just like you know, it's like part of you is just like I think you would be happy doing this. You know, like you see Dave is kind of he's like I'm he's like I'm staying.
1: Yeah, he that likes his, his her. Family.
0: Yeah, he they wants get to get along.
1: Stay. Like they, they you had know. a dance. Yeah,
0: but she, yeah, it is in her nature to to leave. But then it's also like is it? But she. Is she mobile because it's in her nature or is it, you know because she goes back to Empire and like walks around it but I, guess, I guess by the end of the movie she she gets rid of the, the things that remind her of her late husband, right?
1: I, I feel like I feel like her going to visit Dave in California where son lives is like her like first steps towards trying to not be alone anymore yeah you know even though she's like okay i'm gonna visit she doesn't think when she goes to see him that she's gonna stay there like he offers to let her stay however long she wants but like just being around that many people meeting someone else's family just being kind like because for the early chunk of the movie like she's pretty rude as fuck to him i mean i know he like yeah he kind of like breaks like her box of plates which is like one of the few possessions that she actually cherishes but
0: well i it, think you know she
1: has the dance with him and right. then
0: i think maybe she knows that he might have a thing for her maybe she knows she has a thing for him and yeah she is like say what i don't yeah. want to i don't want to give you you know because yeah. she's she's very i don't even know if the word is like committed to her late husband i think to a certain extent
1: yeah she she's is. a, she's, I, a she's a widow and she's still grieving yeah. for sure yeah yeah but it, it is interesting to see, like, her come back to Empire because I feel like that is sort of her attempt at closure, even though she may not totally get it. Yeah, and then, I mean, you know, it's that town is like Chernobyl. <laughs> It's like it's fucked up in there, yeah. It's like it looks like everyone just picked up and ran, yeah.
0: That, but also, I'm like, how great was it when you were there?
1: Probably, probably (laughs) not that great. It's probably just the nostalgia for the people, you know. It's sort of like that became your place, so.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, it. Yeah, I don't. I'm not quite sure, and I don't think the movie necessarily makes it cut and dry. Or I'm dumb, but yeah, I'm not quite sure. Like, you know, where she's at. With her, you know, wanting to be in this nomadic lifestyle, where she's at with grieving for her husband, or maybe there, you know, there is no destination necessarily, it's just the road. Yeah. Um, For what is grief, It's <laughs> <if> not love, <laughs> persevering. There
1: you go again. There yeah. it is. But I mean, I, it is, there's some cool takeaways from the film in the sense that like, you know, you have like swanky. Who's kind of a pain in the ass, but then her and Fern kind of bond when they talk about potentially dying, you know, and she's talking to her about her husband dying. And then later on in the movie, you do see that, like, Swanky got to go back to that cool spot where she goes kayaking and she sees all the swallows and everything like that. And, like, so she's feeling pretty satisfied with her life, even though she ends up dying you know of cancer or whatever but it's kind of a cool in that respect like just introducing different ways of dealing with your mortality as you're getting older because so many of the characters are older it's just like yeah but,
0: uh, yeah, I mean, it yeah. feels real. It's it one does. of the, it's one of the aspects of like I think it's one of the more uncomfortable yeah. aspects of the movie, or the ones that hit this close to home because you're just like, oh my god, I'm so only here for a finite amount of time,
1: right. and my
0: body works for even less of it.
1: That's true. Like not
0: all I'm not even here. Like you're not here for that long of a time, and your body doesn't even work the whole time.
1: Yeah, unless that's you true.
0: maybe do mad shit now. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I got I got to join like the CrossFit gym or something.
1: Well, I mean. It's, to be honest, it's just like, no matter what shape you're in, you're never going to appreciate it as much as you should.
0: Yeah. So like,
1: if I think about 10 plus years ago, I didn't think I was in that great a shape, but I sure as hell was in way better shape than I am now. <laughs> and certain things hurt sure. a lot less. So, you know, I can only imagine 10, 20, 30 years from now, how I'll feel, we'll see. But, uh, yeah. it's pretty funny to just think about it in that terms. Yeah, it- it is true. And also, David Strathairn, uh, Mike and I saw him in real life, oh. and he pretty much looks the way he looks in this movie. Like, this, this is
0: more of his default look.
1: Yeah, like I was just yeah. like, I wouldn't have immediately recognized him. He looked like he could have just come from some contracting job and was stopping to pick up a bagel in the deli that we were in like it was just like you were just, it just took yeah. me a minute to be like i stay straight out there that's good night and good luck guy <laughs> yeah know? i
0: mean i am not even really all that familiar with his work so He's i great. didn't realize immediately that he <laughs> you know yeah was one of the actors Cause again because it, it, it's so seamless with everyone totally. else like, it just feels like totally. such real
1: it's very that, understated that's,
0: that's the real acting that's true when you can't tell
1: it is very understated, but i yeah, I enjoyed it. He was good. he was very good Yeah. But, uh, um yeah.
0: I really like the um probably one of the more like movie elements of the movie, but i I really love the cinematic device of when a character there's so many times the shot that's being used is a, is a character driving away right. And she's like standing in the foreground, and you see them, and it, and it's for this like all feeding into this this uh, uh, metaphor for like I'll see you down the road, sure. kind of. And uh, I just really love that like so many they re- they reuse that shot so many times where it's like oh and we're we're probably saying goodbye to this person, and then eventually you know we're uh in, in many ways I like to use the the example of like I really like Emily on the Wrestler, you're behind the main character so much of that movie or in like black totally form. like right. the times where you're behind the van like you know you're you're either in the foreground stopped and someone's driving away or you're behind the van moving like you know the van's so much another cliche but the, the you know van the vanguard the home is so much of a character of the yeah movie totally well, you know it
1: totally is i also found it interesting like the amount of times where it it felt whether it was or wasn't it felt like Fern was the last to go. Like, it kept feeling like yeah. she let everyone else at that, you know, meet up in Arizona leave before mm-hmm. her and Swanky, and then even Swanky leaves before her. Or it's like, she wanted to yeah. stay and find a job after Amazon shut down, but she couldn't, so she was kind of forced to move on. But it just seems like she's sort of like... Which is that
0: days she, she leaves first, right?
1: Yeah, so that's sort of like the first time where it's sort of like she wakes up in the middle yeah. of the night. And I, I find that interesting, because I... I have been there where you've gotten so used to sleeping in a tent or sleeping wherever you've been that then to be in some random place, even though it's supposed to be more comfortable, you're like, I can't, I can't sleep here. I can't stay here. I got to yeah. get out of here. You know, so. Get me out of this crazy place. Yeah. Even though it was like a beautiful, beautiful farm and house in <sighs> Northern house California. The
0: house was sick. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's a beautiful part of the country. Like her... After she leaves and she's just walking along the like rainy, windy coast, even when California is like crazy shitty weather, you're like, this is still really beautiful.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I really like when she's in the Badlands, just because it was just like a type of terrain that's just yeah, it's
1: like being on. I can't believe another planet on the moon. Yeah, I was like, it's just I can't believe it's just
0: like this. Yeah, it's kind of nuts.
1: The the Badlands, and if you ever get a chance, like northern arizona southern utah is like some of the craziest landscape and it just yeah exactly it looks you're like is this what mars looks like this is what i imagine yeah. it looks like you know it's just like so different
0: we'll find out soon enough because we got the robots
1: on there hell yeah we got the
0: robots <laughs> so we'll, we'll know what kind of crazy shit mars got soon
1: i also kind of liked seeing like even though it was fairly brief like seeing some of the like younger hippie type tramps Versus the older yep. retirees, because I have definitely come in contact with many a person like that in the Southwest. Yeah, they have
0: they have really rich parents. Yeah, uh, they're just they're just living off the land. Not
1: <laughs> so. I feel like we have <laughs> these that. So these exper- people probably don't. We have that experience here more so than probably out there. Not to say that Maybe they more don't genuine out there. But I feel like out in Arizona and California, there's been times where I've definitely you're just like, oh, this this kid is homeless essentially yeah. but also we, by choice like they've left home and they're just gone yeah and i wonder it's I, very I, interesting to see that yeah
0: yeah i, I like seeing a different type of nomad in this movie right because we yeah. really only kind of get to see like one <clears throat> subsect of of this kind of culture so to right. meet like the hippie group was yeah. like kind of cool because they are like oh you guys are like it was like seeing a different tribe yeah right it's like and I almost wish um, we got to maybe meet other adjacent nomadic lifestyles totally. to this one. Yeah. Because you know, there has to be more. I mean, this one, you know, I, I think it's it's mostly focused on this one because of the film's commitment to realism, um, which one, you know, you can't introduce too many things into the pot. Right. In that aspect. Um, but I just, I, you know, I, I did really like the moments where you see the hippie crew because it's just like, oh, you guys are kind of doing this, but different. Right.
1: You know? And then I liked that, you know, she ended up seeing that one kid, Derek, again, and how he was, like, really sweet, but it kind of flipped the dynamic on its head because she you see her, like, talking to her sister earlier, and and her sister's like, why don't you move in? What are you doing? You know? Yeah. And then when she sees this younger kid, she's sort of like, do your parents know where you are? Are they worried about you? So it's just sort of like a an interesting thing but because it's it is sort of the same journey but the connotations of it or like the ideas of of what's okay to do what's like yeah too dangerous or i don't know you're like shunning society but it is interesting it's pretty it's pretty cool i love that everything yeah. was always like a trade too it was like oh, i'll give you the sandwich you give me a lighter oh, i'll give
0: well, can yeah, opener, yeah,
1: it is. It's just kind of cool because it kind of takes you out of. There is an importance of money because she still needs money to get her van fixed. But it's like, yeah.
0: but I think there's also like a lack of importance of money, right? Yeah. Where you can you can barter things because, right. If you're just living in a van, what does having a million dollars get you?
1: Right, and you can just work until you, know? you have just enough, and not necessarily yeah. think about having a ton of money all the time.
0: Yeah, so yeah. like, you know, the the can opener in some aspects like holds more weight than $5 totally. within this community, you know. Right. Which is cool because it kind of like it it really makes it even more of like an insular community because it like uh like re- rejects an econ- an economy to a certain extent, you know. Totally. It's it's yeah. it's interesting when you when you when you really like look at it in like even like that concept. Like yeah. it's cool. And it's, it's such a subtle thing.
1: And it's crazy, too, like the idea of them talking about having worked for however many years and then trying to retire and and being like, well, I only get however much in Social Security and I can't I can't live off of that. And then or like her talking to her uh, sister and brother-in-law and like all those people and being like, you know, you're encouraging people to buy a house and go into debt. And
0: yeah, I mean, I really—that's a really valid argument. Or the movie. Well, yeah. it was just like, well, yeah, it's all yeah. kind of fucking bullshit. Yeah, and, you know, it's it's the thing. It's like the 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 great lie of the American dream. You yeah, know, where it's like, oh yeah, like you might have to work just until you die, and hopefully you can afford a nice, comfortable way to do that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, yeah. Hopefully, like you know, you work your whole life so you can have like a pretty comfortable way to just die.
1: I know. I like like, uh, Linda May was like, what was she going to, she was going to build some like crazy eco house in the desert. Cause she finally bought land and she was like, it's going to be there for forever for my grandchildren. It's going to outlive all of us. Right. And uh, you're sort of like, well, that's the dream is to just like build something and then be done with the debt and the crazy commitment that that comes with. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just like, you know, it, it's not.
0: You, you can't judge this group of people for doing what they're doing, or, right. or think what they're doing is like that strange. Because like, what weird? Not weird, but like the 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 general weird is like you know weirder. Yeah. To you know to them is just like so you're just gonna spend like
1: every waking what moment.
0: You, every waking moment working to afford this thing that you can't afford, and then and then what? You know. Right,
1: and then one of you dies and you really can't afford it because you can't do it alone.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's like how yeah. how insane is the normie lifestyle compared to this nomadic one? Like, right. Not all that different when you really boil it down.
1: Sure. And, but I liked that, like, Fern's commitment to Empire and that town and that home was because of her, you know, love for her husband. She was sort of like, I don't want to forget him. Yeah. I gotta carry on What's that here. Like, but then, uh,
0: there's like a French phrase that's oh, like yeah? your your second death is the last time someone says your name. Oh, so like the first time there, I, I, I yeah. got this from the boys. I'm not Mister Fucking Boer over here. No, no, that sounds. <laughs> um, but that's there's not,
1: that sounds familiar. So I probably saw that too.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's like yeah, the line. It's like you have two deaths. the The, the first one is when you die, and then the right. second one is. The last time someone says your name, so yeah, it's, so it's like,
1: like you don't want to be forgotten about. Yeah,
0: exactly. And she, she has, she has a point where she mentions she's like, you know, if I left or like he, like uh, her husband would have no, no memory. Like right. They have, have no
1: children. First, you know? They don't have anybody else to kind of carry it on, and and yeah, a lot she's of people the last right. Thing yeah. Of it, so yeah, yeah,
0: which is like even crazier. I mean, I think you know that's. The fuel behind baby making sometimes is. To, I know.
1: I agree with you. I feel like you know, a lot to of people do that. Yeah. Or, yeah. or maybe they did that more, you know, in the past. But who yeah. knows? Yeah. I'm a dog a dog. Who knows what's gonna happen yeah. when all of us decide to not have children anymore because the world is fucked. But hey, it's cool.
0: Well, maybe they got maybe if they unfucked it. I'd pop a kid in
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, I'll take one of the extra kids. I'll just do yeah, that. Yeah, there's always
0: extra kids. There's always
1: extra kids. So, so Robbie, everybody needs a home. Where, after watching this, like, where do you want to go? Like, just where do I want to go? Daydreaming of of these beautiful um, places.
0: Well, you know, I would like to go anywhere in style, uh, yeah. <laughs> or com- or have the comfort. Uh, but yeah, like I mentioned earlier, like the Badlands, I'd really like to see just because yeah. of just how. Insane looking it is, totally. and, and to go just like out west in general, it's pretty um, rad. I was, I, I would like to return out west. I was born out west. I I left when I was a very a wee bob, so I don't know what
1: where were you born? I was
0: born in I was born in San Clemente, California.
1: Interesante. Very yeah, nice. but I
0: left at the at the age of one, so I don't know. All right, right Really up. much about it, but yeah. I would like to go back. Um, west. Also, you know, being being in in movie stuff and doing internet yeah viz, it's it's not unlikely that my career would take me out there sure. one day. Hopefully. If I have one. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> or just for fun. <laughs> or just for fun. Or for pleasure. Uh I want to have a fish burrito out there. That's really what I want to do.
1: Mm, that's yeah, right.
0: Badlands was definitely something I was like the most I was just like, oh man, I want to see. Yeah. That. Just to just to be in any of those just beautiful vistas yeah. for a moment would be great. What about what about you?
1: I mean, yeah, national park system is where it's at. It's like the, one of the things that Americans should be the most proud of, but they just don't yeah. take good care of them. But that's okay.
0: Uh- <laughs> I'm not covering cover in cigarette. Yeah, buds, though. <laughs> yeah.
1: But uh, yeah, no. Southwest is awesome. I I want to go back to Arizona and uh, Utah and like that whole yeah. that whole land. Uh, but Northern California is also equally crazy, windy, equally cool. beautiful. Like those. Redwood forest that she's in for like a minute, where you feel like you're in the Ewok adventure movie.
0: Yeah, that's what I, I want. Pretty see sweet. Too. Pretty sweet. Yeah, I
1: recommend. Yeah, I agree for sure. So, but uh, the desert is very cool, and everyone should yeah, check that's it out. Landscape. I'm I'm really not yeah. familiar with. Coming from the East Coast and always living here, I did not expect to like the desert as much as I do. But it is very yeah. cool. Yeah, it's just really stark and beautiful in a different way so it's it's pretty cool you know, check it out if you can yeah. Cool. yeah
0: yeah well you heard it here uh you heard it here first folks go yeah. to the desert <laughs> <laughs> go, go in a van
1: go get
0: a van and while you're going across the country listen to your favorite podcast hell yeah story screen process <laughs> uh d anything else on uh Land?
1: i think i'm good
0: yeah Word, check I'm. it out good too yeah uh, hopefully you've checked it out if you're here with us still oh yeah uh, if if not can we spoil a vibe can what is a vibe <laughs> if not uh, opinions persevering <laughs> Yeah, there you go. A
1: plus, that. nailed that's it. That's a T-shirt, nailed it. Uh,
0: <laughs> but if you uh, if you want to hear more opinions, persevere. Uh, just head to StoryScreenBeacon.com to find more articles, podcasts, reviews. Hit us up on our uh, social media feeds. Talk to us directly. We're always we're always on there. Four of us at once. Yeah, or more. <laughs> yeah, are on there. So if you say uh, something, we we see it.
1: Start following us on Twitter, man. Follow us on Twitter. That's uh
0: that's where we're really unhinged. Yeah, for the for a little bit. Yeah, Uh, we'll we'll say weird shit there, Uh, and you know, in all these places where you can find all the news, and all of our stuff. If you're on our website, uh, check out our exclusive feed of content for five dollars a month. You get to have uh, access. You could have access to uh, even more, (laughs) even more uh, stuff that we do already. Uh, We have a Tony Collette show on there where we're covering all the movies and Tony Collette's uh, filmography. If that sounds weird, you know, maybe you should check it out before you judge. I just watched uh, Sixth Sense
1: again, and man, I forgot how much I liked that movie, so. I don't think I've ever seen Sixth Sense. Dude! I know. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta. I'll you get gotta.
0: I'll get there. I'll get there. I'm, I'm working my way up. It's good. Uh, And then, uh, yeah, so, you know, you know, you know, you're here, you know. Yeah. But thank you so much for listening to this episode of Hot Takes. We'll be back, I'm sure, very soon with more spicy- Spicy takes. Spicy meatballs. See you then.
1: Bye.